Intentional Living by John Maxwell Chapter 4 Part 1 Search until you find your why When I started my career in Hillham in 1969, the model I had in mind for helping people was a traditional picture of a shepherd. That's how pastors were trained back then. The emphasis was on feeding and caring for the flocks, protecting them and keeping them together. That's matched my heart for the people of Hillham, whom I immediately fell in love with in that wonderful community. But I soon discovered that that image didn't fit my gift and temperament. I was not a natural shepherd. I was more of a rancher. What do I mean by that? I cared about people, but I was not content to merely care for people. I didn't get excited about sitting around the campfire with existing members and singing Kumbaya. My real passion was to reach new people and invite them to join us. I wanted to march onward with Christian soldiers and take a new territory. I wanted to build something. I wanted to be a pioneer and a leader. That quickly prompted me to begin asking myself some soul-searching questions that I hadn't expected so soon in my career. Was I doing something wrong? Should I change? Did I miss my calling? During this time of questioning, I read a book called Spiritual Leadership by J. Oswald Sanders. In this book, Sanders writes about the need for vigorous, talented leaders in the church and presents the key principles of leadership in both the earthly and spiritual realms. He illustrates his points with examples of scripture and the biographies of other eminent men of God, such as David Livingstone and Charles Spurgeon. The message of the book was another eureka moment for me in my journey of significance because I suddenly realized my gifting called me to become a leader, someone who innovates and takes new ground rather than a pastor who cares for people. This began a shift in my thinking that played out a few years later in my next position. But in the meantime, I started to look at myself and my calling differently. My thinking was starting to change and my horizon was, was starting to expand. Something was stirring within me. It was making me think more about what I was doing and more important, why? Inspiration then something happened on a Sunday morning. Someone came into the church in Hillham holding a bulletin with a picture of a church he'd been to in Hammond, Indiana. I went to service here last week, the man said excitedly. They've got 4,000 people in their congregation. Wow, I could hardly phantom that. In college, when I had been encouraged to set some goals, 
I dreamed of someday, by the end of my career, having a church of 500 people. It was as big as I could imagine. I dreamed of someday, by the end of my career, having a church of 500 people. It was as big as I could imagine. Now I was hearing about a church eight times the size of that. It struck a chord deep within me. It challenged and inspired me. Can I have that bulletin? I asked. He gave me the bulletin and I taped it to a folder that I carried around with me every day for the next several years. Whenever I looked at it, I'd say to myself, I can do this. I am going to build one of the largest churches in America. I will do this. Several times a day, every single day, I fed my mind, body and spirit with the belief that I had the power and capacity to turn that dream into a reality. If you had known me then, you probably would have shaken your head and thought I was disconnected from reality. My church was tiny. I had only a couple of years of experience and the largest church in my area had 570 people. No one around me believed I could build a large church, but I was convinced it was possible. How could I have such confidence? I was beginning to tap into my why. Why your why is important. Later in this chapter, I'll tell you how tapping into my why played out for me in Hillham. But first, I want to stop and talk to you about your why. If you want to make a difference and live a life of significance, you must tap into your why. You need to start thinking about your purpose. I'm certain everybody has one. Your why? is the life's blood of intentional living. If you know your why and focus on going there with fierce determination, you can make sense of everything on your journey because you see it through the lens of why. This makes the way so much more meaningful and complete because you have context to understand the reason you're on the journey in the first place. Recently, while speaking to a group on the sub of purpose, I made the following statement. Once you find your why, you will be able to find your way. How do those things differ? Why is your purpose? Way is your part. When you find your why, your part automatically has purpose. During the Q&A that followed, someone asked, does the why always have to come first? Can you find your way and then find your why? You may be wondering the same thing. What has to come first? The good news is that either can be first, but if the why comes before the way, your ability to make a difference will come more quickly and immediately be more effective. Note, if the why comes before the way, your ability to make a difference will come more quickly and immediately be more effective. Think of it like this. 
Have you ever wondered why people often find great joy in packing for vacation? They spend weeks building up great anticipation, looking forward to those warm days on a tropical beach or trips down the slopes of their favorite sky resort. So, they pick out each item that goes into the suitcase with great purpose. When you get ready for a trip, almost all of your effort is focused on the purpose of the trip. That's why it's a lot more fun to pack for a trip than it is to unpack afterwards. This concept applies more broadly to our lives. Whatever path you travel, you're going to be able to do things more significantly because you understand your purpose for being there. When you start your day with your why, you will find yourself continually doing things that inspires you. That is certainly true for me. Finding my why gave me the focused and driven energy that I still feel today. I'm convinced that most people want to live a life of purpose. The vast popularity of Rick Warren's book, The Purpose Driven Life, was in part based on these desires, which became evident when millions of people bought the book. Rick writes, Humans were made to have meaning. Without purpose, life is meaningless. A meaningless life is a life without hope or significance. This is a profound statement and one that everyone should spend time pondering. God gives purpose. Purpose gives meaning. Meaning gives hope and significance. There is awesome truth contained within that logic. Note, humans were made to have meaning. Without purpose, life is meaningless. A meaningless life is a life without hope or significance. Rick Warren Just think of the difference knowing this message would make to a young person just starting his or her life. When I read Rick's book, it was an affirmation of how I have lived. I got so excited about it that I wanted to buy it and give to every 20-year-old I knew. Purpose empowers significance. How your why helps you find your way. If you tap into your why as I did, your life will open up to significance. It will be within your reach every day because you would be able to do simple things that matter. Significance is usually not a result of anything spectacular. It's based on small steps in line with purpose. Knowing your why helps you to know what to do and to follow through. Here is how. Number 1. Knowing your why allows you to focus more on others and less on yourself. Purpose comes from within. It works from the inside out. What happens when you don't know your why? You have to spend a lot of time looking within yourself to find it and trying new things to see what fits you and what doesn't. There's nothing wrong with that. How else will you know what's important to you? But it takes time. It requires effort.
you need to ask yourself lots of questions and all the while your focus will be on yourself the sooner you know your why the sooner you can shift your focus from yourself to others the sooner you can just get on with it you can lose yourself in others that is where significance lives and thrives note the sooner you know your why the sooner you can shift your focus from yourself to others we all have to find ourselves before we can lose ourselves if you are preoccupied with trying to understand your personality identify your talents and learn the basic in your skill set it's hard to think about others know yourself and settle your why and you'll have the capacity to focus on others number two living out your why gives you a confidence that is attractive to others knowing my why gives me great security and comfort in everything i attempt and do that confidence and self-assuredness is usually appealing and reassuring to others because most people long for it have you ever noticed people who walk into a room and you could feel their presence they just seemed to know what they were doing and where they were going they brought energy into the room it's almost like their presence entered the room before they did that's not ego or arrogance it's purpose people with purpose walk with an air of distinction as if they have why in their every step wouldn't you like to have that same sense of purpose purpose is the ruder on your boat it gives you direction and keeps you going in the right direction when the wind is blowing and the waves are crashing against you it provides calm and confidence in the midst of a storm people who know their why can keep their heads while everything around them is in turmoil and that draws others to them number three the more you leave your why the more you layer it people's strengths and their individual purposes are always connected i embrace that truth because i believe god has gifted everyone with the ability to be great at what they are supposed to do but you don't have to be a person of faith to make the connection between talent and purpose your why is fuel for your strengths and your strengths are the way to fulfill your why every time you use your strengths to leave out your why you build on your strength and increase your why living this way adds layers of ability purpose credibility and significance to your life the more you do the more you learn because you are layering each experience into your life think about it like this when you start off doing something you're usually not very good at it but with time and practice you get better after a while you create layers of success that you can build on and you also build up tremendous confidence as a result 
That's what great athletes do. They don't start off playing their sport at a professional level. It takes years of practice to get to the highest level. How do they do it? They layer wins, losses, pain, and gain. As I write this, I'm looking at the Canadian Rockies. When I look up at the majestic mountains, I am always in awe of their rugged stature and endless beauty. I am aware that every court I see in the rock is a record of history for that mountain. Each jagged edge tells a story. Thousands, if not millions of years of sand, soil and minerals impacted by heat, water, wind and rain have formed the statuesque vision I see when I gaze out my hotel window. The horizontal layer show the natural changes that have occurred over time. The layers reflect the formation of that mountain. When you know your why, you know the history and purpose of each experience in your life. Number four, the more you layer your why, the more impact it has on others. Purpose is like a snowball rolling downhill. It builds over time. It compounds. Doing the right thing for the right reason with the right people over time gives you a huge significance return and ultimately a giant significance reputation. Why do I say that? Because I've experienced it. I've given my life to helping others and because I've stuck with it, people recognize me for it. Note, purpose is like a snowball rolling downhill. It builds over time. Most people want to see a high return on their efforts right away. They want to be given reputation credits in advance. That's not how life works. You have to earn credibility. Keep acting according to your purpose and doing significant acts day by day, year by year, decade after decade, and your impact will keep increasing. Will you be able to see that increase every day? Maybe not, but it will be there. And remember, a day of significant living may be delightful, but a lifetime of significant living can be magnificent. Number five, knowing your why keeps you in the game longer. Have you ever known someone who died soon after retiring? I have. Why does it happen? Because people have a harder time living without a why to live for. What insensitive do people have to keep living when there is no purpose for their actions, no reason to get out of bed each morning? I don't ever want to retire. I'm like my dad. I want to keep living and giving until I've got nothing left. To this day, my dad's still in the game and he is 94 years old. Every morning, he gets up excited. Why? Because he still has his why. 
every day he visits old people it never dawns on him that he is an old person everyone he meets is someone who he wants to encourage to keep going to keep focusing on their reasons to live he makes 50 pastoral visits a week to various homes people who know my dad say to me you're blessed to have his genes I agree but I'm even more blessed to know my why that will sustain me a long time I'm going to live fully until I die and God willing I've still got a long way to go but when I finally do pass and I am six feet in the ground I hope they put on my epitaph here lies a man who lived with purpose and intentionality because that's how I want to be remembered do you know your why finding it is usually a process you probably won't do it overnight and you won't get the whole thing at once it comes bit by bit as you take steps forward that's why it's so important to start small and it's why I discussed the idea of starting small but believing big in the last chapter before introducing the idea of finding your why it's almost a catch 22 to find your why you need to take steps forward while believing but to take steps forward and believe you need to find your why so which do you do first whichever one you can do the thing you're best positioned to do